way of the Lord is our strength. I greet you on behalf of our pastor, our senior pastor, in the person of Reverend Dr. Elaine Flake. This is Dr. Donald Garner, and I am so honored and privileged with the opportunity to lead us this evening in our meditative moment, as well as our prayer. And so we are looking forward to God ministering to us during this time of prayer as we've been doing for the past uh, three plus years. So thank you, family, for those of you GAC friends, as well as um, those of us who are members who have been diligently on our call. Um, and we know that we are to pray without season and to pray always. Family, I wanted to just briefly uh, share a perspective that has been on my heart for the past few days. And I'm going to get there to get there shortly. But, you know, some of you may know this about me um, as a Southerner. Uh, one of the things that I love um, is a is a good glass of lemonade. I grew up, you know, where lemonade was one of our favorite, favorite drinks to uh, partake in, uh, to quench our thirst, if you will. And while I mostly appreciate it, you know, any homemade Eliminate any restaurant or, or family member who would make it well. My aunt Inez used to make some really good lemonade. A close second is Chick-fil-A. So for those of you who are on the call uh, and, and are Chick-fil-A fans, you know you know what I mean. They have that crushed ice and, you know, some of the, the lemon is in there and, the, the you know, the sugar is, is mixed in just right. So I am a definite diehard fan of Chick-fil-A's Lemonade. And it's actually one of the favorite pastimes that my mother and I, my nephew, we normally do whenever I go home for the holidays or anytime I get ready to go home, we find the first Chick-fil-A and we eat. I get a number one and we have a merry good time. And this particular, this was about eight years ago. I don't share the story often. Some of you may have heard this story, but um, the Lord brought it back to my memory um, in my first year as an entrepreneur, this was in 2016, um, I left my job to start my own company. You know, I was in a real state of, of sadness. You know, I was wondering whether I had made the right decision. You know, I was asking the Lord or, or wondering if the Lord had forgotten about a lot of the promises that or a lot of the dreams and aspirations that I that I wanted the Lord to do. And so this was on my mind without sharing it as I got home um, this particular Christmas in 2016. And again, in our favorite routine, we go to Chick-fil-A and I, you know, we all get our meals. And this particular time, brothers and sisters, uh, the lemonade was bitter. And my mother's lemonade was bitter, which normally, again, does not happen at Chick-fil-A. Um, so I will say this was an isolated event, but I love brothers and sisters also how God is so God that you, that God uses so many seemingly unrelated events to still speak to us and let us know that I am with you. And this is one of those moments that I had that I'll never forget. And it triggered my mother to share a story that she failed to share with me. Now, mind you, um, you know, my mother will call me about everything else, this story, that story, gossiping about this, telling me about that. But she failed to tell me something that I thought was really, really worth sharing for a change, right? And 
and and shout out to black mamas. You know, we know how black mamas can be. And and I, my mother, so so she drinks a bit of lemonade, and then it triggers her to tell me a story. And she told me that oh, speaking of you know this, there's a lemon tree in our in our backyard that her friend had planted at that time 15 years ago, and it finally bore fruit. And so immediately, family, immediately I began to weep. I began to weep because I knew the Lord was speaking to me. So let me just say it in, in, in plain context. My mother, that her having that bitter lemonade triggered her to share with me a story that she had never shared. In my senior year of high school, one of her friends planted a lemon tree in our yard, which was 2001. And finally, in 2016, the tree bore fruit. And again, immediately I break out in tears because I knew God was using the fundamental laws of nature to encourage me during a difficult life transition. And, and of course, my curiosity would not allow me to settle on the fact that the lemon tree finally bore fruit. That was one thing, right? But I did, as you all probably can imagine, I had other questions. And after I got myself together, you know, I asked, you know, mom, like, you know, my mother revealed to me that, you know, every year she would check in the same spot, you know, to see if the lemons had finally bore fruit. And she told me that, you know, she would speak to it and, you know, she would continue to give it water because, of course, like me, you know, she's a country girl. We grew up where we, you know, uh, grew watermelon and greens and, and all sorts of, you know, vegetables and fruit. So we are not unfamiliar about the processes that go into, you know, things bearing fruit. So my mom is just sharing all of this that she's never just shared before. So in between doing everything else that moms do, she was going out to that tree, speaking to it, giving it water. But for 15 years, she will walk out there and never see, well, 14 years, she walked out there and never saw um, any evidence of fruit. Family, the most profound statement that she said to me was that she never lost her expectation that the tree would manifest its intended fruit. That was when I really had the shout moment, that she never lost her expectation that the tree would manifest its intended fruit. And that is what I want us to meditate on in these next few moments. There are, and there may be some things that, you know, you have seen that are barren at this present moment of your life. There may, there may be some dreams that have been dashed, but I want you in this moment to just think about where is your expectation? Where, what is the quality? How would you rate the quality of your expectation with respect to the things that you want to do in your life or the things that you're expecting or want to manifest in your life, and then what type of what type of pressure, right? Are we applying to our faith, and what are we, and what conversations are we having with God, right? That says, God, I still believe even in a barren land, even when things are not clear, even when years of things that have been, you know, 
I haven't been able to see it, God, I still believe that you can do it. And I want to encourage you all just as my mother encouraged me just by sharing a story. Surely, you know, I'm sure she had many reasons to lose hope of the expectation of the lemon tree finally bearing fruit. And brothers and sisters, again, this is an example that we are not to lose heart and we are to hope and always believe in God's ability to do what God says despite our human logic. In this story, it was my mother being daring enough to still believe something could manifest even after years of evidence of no fruit. So before we go to God in prayer, I just want to give you all, again, again just make space uh, for a few seconds to think about that thing. Think about those things that you want the Lord to still uh, do in your life, that you still want the Lord to manifest in your life. And I want you also in this moment to begin asking God to increase, to enhance your expectation, your expectation. Again, what is expectation? It's a heightened sense of knowing that something is going to happen, right? It's that extra salt that you put on it to know that I, I, I know I believe, but I'm really in a position where I'm just, I'm just going to believe. And then our actions, right, they are aligned with what we believe. And so I want you all to just think about that this, this evening as we now go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we know that you are the God who made the heavens. You are the God who made the earth, Lord God. You, made the, you put the stars in the sky, Father. You created the moon. You, you created the animals, Lord God, in the sea and, and all, of the, all of the elements that are in the sea, Father. Who would not serve a God like you, Father? We know that you are the very creator of life itself. And, Father, we honor you. We recognize, Father, that you're omnipotent, Father God, that you are omnipotent, Father. You are an all-powerful God, Father. There is absolutely nothing that you touch that does not have life, Father. Everything that you do is in its proper order, Father. So, Lord, I thank you also for your omniscience, Father. You are the God who knows all things, Father, and help us to understand, Father, that when we say you know all things, Father, that means you see, that means you are aware, Father God, that means you are able and you have already thought about the provision that is required, Father God, for the things that we are asking you for, God, the things that we don't even know to ask, God, you even know those things, Father. So we thank you that you even knew that we would need a redeemer in the person of Jesus Christ, Father God, to redeem us, Lord God, to save us from ourselves, Father God, to save us for being wrecked. Uh, a wretch like us, Lord God. Father, so we thank you right now that you had already taken into account, Father, uh, putting your son on the cross, Lord God, and dying on our behalf, God, so that we can have new access to you, Father. And even you didn't go, you, you went further, Lord God, and, and already thought through a confidence that we would need, Lord God, when you would send your son back up to heaven to be with you, Lord God, in the person of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we thank you right now that you already had the world, um, you had us in mind, Father God, as you were shaping this world as we know it. And so, Father, we thank you for being all things, Lord God. We thank you so much even for this day that you have made that only you could have made, Father. And we thank you that your mercies are renewed every single morning, morning by morning, Father. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord God, and your consistency 
consistency towards us, Lord God. Thanks for loving us, Lord God. Thanks for keeping us. Thank you, Lord God, for standing beside us, in front of us, Lord God, behind us. Father, thank you for your word, Father, which says it is a lamp unto our feet, Lord God, and a light unto our path, Father God. Thank you also for your word that says uh, we know, Lord God, that it is an ent- the entrance of your words, the entrance of the words that you speak, Father God, they give us light. They don't give us darkness, Father God, as things of the world may do when we hear certain messages, God. Your word gives us light, Lord God, and it and the scripture says that and, and it gives us and gives understanding to the simple. So God, thank you for the power of your word, Lord God. Father, thank you for the care you have for us, God. Lord God, you're so powerful, but then at the same time, God, you are so compassionate. You are so loving towards us, Lord God. We thank you for the ways in which you know us, Lord God. Thank you for knowing the numbers of hairs on our head, Lord God. And your scripture says in Psalms 56 and 1, you put our tears in a bottle, Father God, and you record them in your book, God. So that means you are aware, Lord God, of what it is that of what it is that's going on on the inside of us, Lord God. We thank you even for the for the illustration, Father God, that Luke Luke depicts, Lord God, that you leave the ninety nine, Father, to just to get the one who has gone astray. Thank you, Father God, for knowing the very location of our lives, Father. And, Lord, we recognize that our ways and thoughts are far from your ways and thoughts, Lord God. We know the ways you decide to teach us lessons, Father God, are often designed to stretch our faith, um, Lord God, and we know that those things make us uncomfortable. So, Father, we ask you right now, Lord God, as the story was lifted up, that you help us to remain encouraged during the periods of life, Lord God, where we don't see your provision, Father God, in the periods of our lives, Lord God, where we don't see fruit bearing, Lord God, in the ways and especially in the time frame, Lord God, that we think it should be bearing fruit. Father, help us to see past our present circumstances, Lord God, during these moments, Father, and remember the promises in your word, Lord God. Help us to increase our faith to believe you can and will bring God to pass these areas in our lives, Lord God, that have not produced what we feel it needs to produce, Lord God. So, God, we thank you even this evening for elevating our expectation in you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for elevating right now under the sound of my voice, Lord God, uh, for elevating our expectation in your word, Father God. You said, Lord God, your word in Isaiah 54, Lord God, that it will not return to us void, Father God. There is nothing about you, Father, that is hollow. There is nothing about your nature that is empty, Father God. You are full of life. You are full of light. So, Father, we thank you that nothing that you say and nothing that you've ever done is returning to us void, Lord God. And we also thank you, Lord God, that it will accomplish what it set out to do. So help us this evening, Lord God, believe you all the more, Lord God. Help us to believe you earnestly, Lord God, and faithfully and truthfully, Father. Father, we ask right now, Lord God, to help us to remember, oh God, your track record. Lord God, just as there was manna to the children of Israel, Lord God, in a barren land, Father God, as they were crying out and asking you to keep them, Lord God, as they were getting close to the promised land, Father, help us know you are still able, Father God, to provide for us even when we don't see provision, Father. Help us to remember, Lord God, you are still able 
to do anything, Lord God. Help us to remember, Lord God, you are still able to turn any situation around for us, Lord God, and around ultimately, Father God, for our good. Father, right, right now, I ask that you help us right now trust you that you will do just what it is that you said, God. We rebuke, Lord God, any premature anxiety, Lord God, any premature frustration, Father God, about those goals and those aspirations that we have, Father. We pray right now, Lord God, that you will give us courage, Father. We pray right now that you will give us confidence as you told Joshua, Lord God, that you've already commanded us, Lord God, to be of good faith, Lord God, to be of good cheer, Father God, because you have already given us the victory in the name of Jesus. So, Father, even if you don't do the things, Father, that we ask, Lord God, help us to be mature in our faith, Lord God, to know that it is still our job, despite whether you do it or not, to believe you always, Father. Help us to believe that you actually can do the thing that we're asking you to do, that we're fasting and praying for you to do, Father. We don't want to be just believers, Lord God, that are only uh, praying to you, Lord God, for the things uh, to, uh, to just to get accomplished, Father God. We know, of course, that we are always to believe those things, but God, even if you don't make them come to pass, help us to trust, Lord God, that it is in your will for us to have different and for us to have better, Father. Lord God, we thank you in advance for bearing fruit in our lives, Lord God. I'm asking you this evening, God, to manifest fruit for those who thought that their dream was over, Father God, for those who put the book on the shelf that's collecting dust, Father God, we're praying for fruit to be manifested in their lives, Lord God. Renew their hope, Lord God. Renew our faith in you right now, Father God. Show them that their work is not finished, oh, Father God. Father, we want to be a people that radically believes in you no matter the circumstance, Father God, no matter the forecast. So, Father, I ask right now that you do that thing for our pastors that you know that she still and their family is in need of, Father God, that they're waiting on you to do that might be barren, Father. I ask that you do it for all of those who are on this call and for those who are standing proxy for family members and friends. Do it for them right now in the name of Jesus. Bring those things back to life, Father God. Manifest yourself, Lord Father. Show yourself mighty, O oh God. Show yourself strong in the name of Jesus. And, Father, lastly, we just thank you in advance again for renewing our faith, Lord God. We know, Lord God, that your scriptures declare to us without faith it is impossible to uh, please you, oh, Father God. And we only want to be a people that pleases you, Father. We only want to be a people that is, is doing all of what we need to do, Lord God, to walk closer and to be better believers, better Christians, Lord God, than we were the day before. And we declare and decree all of these things, Lord God, will come to pass as it, it is according to your will. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Family, we want you to, again, just elevate your faith this, this evening. Remember, remember the story. Remember the story of the lemon tree. Even after 15 years, God can still do a thing. And it doesn't have to be 15 years. It might be five minutes. It might be five days. But please, this week and for the rest of this month and in our new month that is ahead in the month of September 2023, make it your goal that you are going to have elevated expectation, 
that God is going to do exactly what God said. Family, be blessed. We love you, and we will see you, or we will be on this call virtually uh, this time tomorrow if the Lord says the same. Be blessed, and have a good evening.